Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Hope you had a great weekend. There it is. The recap for Monday, January 9th, 2022. Talked a little bit about DoorDash and their new venture called Package Pickup. It's a neat little service. Actually, you can have a DoorDash driver pick up your packages and drop them off into the mail. And it may seem like, why can't I do that myself? I had this uh, problem over uh, the weekend where I just happened to hit the time where there was a lot of people waiting to get a package sent. And uh, it just it kind of was a big time waster. So in essence, uh, what you would do if you want to take advantage of this with the DoorDash app, simply select the packages icon on the homepage and then uh, let them know your carrier of choice. They'll do uh, deliveries for the post office or the postal service, uh, UPS and FedEx. And then either you can have them pick up a prepaid, uh, the, the item, with a prepaid shipping label already attached to it, or you can use your prepaid QR code and give that to the DoorDash driver so that when you go to the, they go to the store uh, and they charge, uh, they're actually going to get the proper, they don't have to make the payment and you, you do it with your QR code uh, for the post office, for UPS, or for FedEx. Pretty cool little thing if you think about it. It only uh, comes with a $5 fee for standard users, $3 for DoorDash members. You can ship up to five packages per delivery. Uh, and if you consider that DoorDash has really ventured into other delivery items besides food, everything from groceries to homeware products to gifts, even COVID-19 kits. In fact, the company's working with Facebook to have some of their marketplace orders taken to you. If uh, it's would fit in the back of the car, in the truck, why not, right? <laughs> we found out that you should be rotating your houseplants, uh, especially if they're indoor. Mainly, if your plant does not get 100% direct sunlight, your plant's going to start to kind of grow towards the area it feels is getting sunlight. So one way to stop that from happening is every time that you water your plants, give the pot of the plant that's reaching for sunlight a quarter twist. And the idea behind this is that it will start pulling back to where it should be. And if you're constantly twisting it around uh, the pot around, 25 degrees every time, uh, you or rather 90 degrees every time, you, you'll, you'll be able to, to fix that so it won't look so bad. Um, auto pay. There are a few bills I have that are on auto pay, and, and it's not by choice, mind you. I've, I've had to be forced into this, two of them, because they offer me such a good deal, uh, a discount on my, uh, my account. And according to this article, it makes a lot of sense. Um, there are some things that should be on auto pay and some that you should never 
have on auto pay. Uh, one of them is those infrequent bills, like an annual subscription or a semi-annual insurance payment. Uh, you should keep those off of the auto pay system, mainly because you don't want to forget them. Or if you are on them and you're kind of forced like I am, um, I have calendar reminders, like weeks in advance, to let me know what's going on, just to be on the safe side in the event that a payday is off by a day or two and they're not going to pull money that isn't already there. Things you should never have on uh, an auto pay would be utility or cable bills, anything that has a balance change from one billing cycle to the next. That makes a lot of sense as well. And then lastly, any temporary charges. And these are the ones that are defined like memberships or subscriptions, mainly because uh, you want to see where all your money is going, and a lot of times you're not going to get notified uh, too much. Or actually, you will be notified, but it's going to be in an email that you'll forget. <laughs> so these are all things that, uh, by the way, if you're able to go on auto pay, and it's not going to be a big of a, a financial burden if, uh, you know, if it automatically deducts without you knowing, uh, go for it. It's going to be the easiest way to make sure that you never have a late payment. Your credit's never really impacted. And uh, you know you just get in a situation where... It just been every once in a while you really should go through and just double check that everything is correct with the auto pace and make sure that maybe you want to do a little bit of a budget to make sure that, uh, uh, especially if you don't have any money at the end of the month. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talked a bit about calibrating your oven temperature and probably something you've noticed over the holidays is that your thermostat on your oven says it's 350 degrees, but you know that it's not 350 I need to put the knob to. It's more like 362 to make it work properly. And that's one way you can kind of leave it like that since you know that every stove is a little bit quirky in that sense. Or you may want to consider recalibrating it. And you can start off by heating your oven to what it thinks is 350 degrees. Once it reaches there, place an oven-safe thermometer in the center of the middle rack of your oven. Close the door. Let it sit there for about 30 minutes. And then if you're able to look through it through the window of the oven, go ahead and do so. But you're going to look and see what that internal uh, portable thermostat is telling you temperature-wise. Now, uh, not every oven is going to be exactly on the nose. In fact, they say anything with a 15 degrees of 350 degrees uh, Fahrenheit is considered normal. But even if you if that's kind of a problem for you, uh, especially if it's a, dig- a digital oven, uh, look in the manual. They will tell you how to configure or calibrate the uh, temperature. It usually involves holding some buttons down, moving them up 10 degrees or down 10 degrees, and you'll be ready to go. For your analog electric oven, it is a little bit more, not difficult, but you'll have to use more of your 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 your, your hands. Uh, it involves popping off the uh, the little dial, and behind it, you'll see that the dial is held together, or we think it's held together, with two screws. Believe it or not, those screws dictate how hot or not as hot as the oven gets. Pick one or the other, the one on the left or the one on the right. 
But generally, what you're going to want to do is move the screw about an eighth of a turn clockwise if you want to decrease the temperature. Move it an eighth of a turn counterclockwise uh, if you want to increase it. Keep in mind that the temperature gauges are very sensitive there, and uh, you'll just want to go very, very slow. And then you run the process over again. You preheat it to 350, put the uh, the uh, thermometer in it, let it sit for 30 minutes, and then you get to see if you made a good cor- uh, correction or not uh, based on that. The only one that they recommend that you go and have a professional handle is if you have a gas analog oven because you're dealing with gas. You don't want to have too many of our problems there. Um, we just uh, are looking – we just got off Monday of uh, New Year's Day was a – it was a holiday, and then coming up a week from today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It is uh, Those are two of the ten U.S. federal holidays uh, that uh, that are actually eight of the ten holidays this year uh, that fall on Mondays. And why I wanted to bring this up is that if you can be kind of uh, smart in planning your days off, where you can get a four-day weekend only cashing in one day's worth of time off requests. Of course, we just had New Year's Day. Um, we have Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which is coming up on the 16th, also a Monday. Many places observe President's Day. That is also a Monday, the 20th of February. Um, Memorial Day, always on a Monday, Juneteenth this year. That's the uh, one of the newer holidays that's on a Monday. Mar- uh, let's see here. Labor Day is on Monday. Columbus Day slash Indigenous Peoples Day, that's Monday. And even uh, Christmas this year falls on a Monday. So if you take a Friday or a Tuesday off associated with that Monday paid time off, you're going to have a nice long weekend without having to eat up a lot of your time. And then finally, we talked about the average car payment for new vehicles in the uh, for the first time ever in the first quarter of 2022 was at an all-time high of $648. That's the monthly payment of a car, which is cr- incredible. Um, and a lot of times you're going to have that chalked off to limited inventory because of the uh, the uh, supply issue, uh, because of COVID, uh, the wait list and all that stuff. But let's be real honest, car prices have been going up steadily for years. And you know that it's been going up steadily for years. Is that for the longest time, you could not uh, get a repayment loan on a car that exceeded 60 months or Five years, um, and that sort of creeped up a little bit. And the seventy-two month option came around, and as of this year, or last year, I should say, the seventy-two month option is the most commonly used repayment terms for a car. Eighty-four months or seven years to repay a car is increasingly being selected, and is in line within the next few years to be the standard repayment terms on car loans. 84 months. Now, to put that in perspective for you, um, the average American marriage will end in seven years. You have a 50% chance that your marriage is going to end in seven years. That means you may be in a longer relationship with your car than your spouse. (laughs) Wow, isn't that weird? Now, keep in mind, that that's not all bad news because most cars and trucks are made way better than they were a generation ago, which means you're going to get six, seven, eight, 10, 20, 30 years out of them. Uh, but just make sure you have a decent interest rate. Don't want to have it too high because if you do, then you really are not going to be, uh, you're going to be paying a lot more in interest than you would be on the principal of the loan. And then also keep in mind that if you're somebody who likes to trade in cars every once in a while, uh, that the trading value is going to be less uh, than it would be if you had shorter 
finance terms. And there is the show for today, Monday, January 9th, 2023. I'm Chris Malone. Thanks so much for listening. Of course, while I was welcoming your comments and feedback, you can email me at C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 